Welcome to Don't Forget Your Position. I'm your host, Nick Fady. And this week, I had a chat with George Karamalis from South Melbourne FC. He's a creative, digital, and media manager down there at South. We had a lovely chat. We spoke about a lot of different things, including the culture and the history of South Melbourne and how important it is to keep that going in the age of social media, among other things. Um, So look, sit back and relax and enjoy this interview with George from South Melbourne FC. Hi, George. Thank you for joining me today on Don't Forget Your Position. How are you today? Pretty good. How are you going? Yeah, not too bad. Just just soaking in the sun here in, in Melbourne, looking forward to the break. But yeah, can't complain. Um, yeah. Um, so look, yeah, as a creative, digital and media manager at South Melbourne FC, What's your your role entail, and what are some of the daily duties that, that come up from time to time? Well, any role in football is a bit yeah. varied to what the position description says, I guess. Right. Now we're we've, we've got a pretty good team at South, so there's probably yeah. um, four or five of us at the club that do things. Um, I kind of oversee a lot of the social aspects and all the creative creative stuff on a daily basis, um, but thankfully also work pretty closely with all the departments um, in various aspects of the club. Yeah. Um, whether it's with the football departments um, and making sure one that their 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 back end stuff as well is working quite well, so um, helping out with players, um, but also all the creative stuff to do with that. Yeah. So capturing content at training, um, things like keeping social media up to date and trying to keep it as fresh as possible. Yeah. Um, and trying to be as creative and different as. I can possibly be within reason. I think everyone, everyone at the club's part-time, mm. casual, volunteer. It depends on the position. So um, we try to do it within reason too because everyone else has got their, their day-to-day work stuff that they need to do as well. Yeah, yeah, of course. So it's, it's a little bit more like a hybrid kind of matrix where, you know, if there's a job to do, no one's really stuck in their silo. Everyone's got a good, it's a good culture there. It sounds like so everyone's happy to help each other out, for, you know, for the greater yeah. benefit of the club, you know? Absolutely. Like Absolutely. Yeah. And, the, and the thing is, we're all fans, to be honest, yeah. as well. So mm-hmm. it makes it a little bit different to a normal job because yeah. you actually have that passion that you want to not only do well, but you want to do well for your club and you want your club to succeed. Yeah. Uh, makes sense. Um, And obviously, South Melbourne. Still is, in my opinion, and arguably for a lot of people, the most um, famous name in domestic football in Australia. Uh, you know, the history, the culture, the success, the honour. How do you and your team um, hone the, the club's brand in the age of social media? It's hard. It's really yeah. difficult because I like to think that in Australia, there's a, like, there's a very elitist um, attitude when it comes to supporting teams and to supporting new teams. Um, but as South Melbourne, we've actually got a very dormant fan base as well. So what I've generally found is mixing it with the new and the old has made things a lot, I guess, easier for us to grow our channels, um, but also keep everybody engaged. So we've got our older heads who love the love the NSL and everything to do with the NSL and don't watch the A-League, to be honest. Yeah. So we, we push out some of the old stuff as well to keep them engaged and to, to see a bit of a test too, right? Because we, we've obviously got ambitions to move forward, whether it's in the A, A league or especially now at the second division, potentially yeah. coming up, 
we we need to know our fan base. We need to know what they want, what they are. And it's really hard in an MPL environment. Yeah. So to be able to switch content in that regard and see who's engaged, who's not, um, the FFA Cups provided that for us as well in that our level of interest for those games have been far increased compared to everything else. Um, But yeah, as I said, it's mixing up content, trying to be as creative as possible. Um, Giving the current crop also the respect that they deserve and giving them what I guess pro clubs will give their players as well with announcements and highlights and you name it. Um, So yeah, it's just a very difficult balancing act to be fair. Yeah, no, it sounds it sounds difficult. Sounds like a challenge, um, but also an opportunity. I mean, yeah, South Melbourne, Marconi, these sort of teams. At least you know they've got the opportunity to, to you know push that nostalgia on on the older generations as well. And you guys kind of you know have been around through the rise of technology and sports and all that. And, and the new clubs kind of only know that. You know what I mean? So, I mean, yeah, it's, yeah you can you can definitely use it to your advantage. It, it looks like you guys are, which is good. It was forward. different. It was difficult at the start because we've been doing this now. Our media stuff started in 2009, 2010. Oh, okay. So it was like um, five years into the into the A-League or four or five years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we were five years into the VPL. Right, yeah. So at that point, the club was struggling, to be fair. Mm, yeah. We didn't understand, I guess, where we stood as a club either because you're so used to being a National League club. Mm. But then you the drop's very very steep in that regard. Like it's very quick. Um, so back then there was a board director, George Triandos, who understood to a degree what needed to be done, but was very good at educating himself as well about what we wanted to do. Um, and he gave us that support back then to be able to just have a go, to try things, to do different things differently. Um, he slowly became a digital person as well, which was okay. Which was funny. Yeah. He's, a, he's an economist by trade. Oh, nice. But he, um, yeah, he let us he let us have a go. He let yeah. us try things. He let us, as fans, be able to try and engage with people who had disengaged with the club, mm. but lost interest completely. Um, so we had a very very sharp growth through that period. Yeah. Um, you got yeah. Oh, no, I'm saying yeah, it sounds. It sounds like those five years where where you didn't have much of a media presence and the A League rose at that stage was was very vital to you. You must have lot, lost a lot of ground, but it sounds like the last ten years because of that decision, you've kind of, you know, you're trying to get back there and you've learned a lot. It sounds like even if it's through error, you know, it sounds like you guys know where you are, what you want to do, and I'm sure yeah. Football Australia appreciate that and and how you know clubs are doing that more and more. Well, I think you got to like you mentioned error as well. It's, yeah. You got to have a go. Like mm-hmm. you got to be able to put your team out there. And I know that there's like some MPL clubs and even state league clubs that struggle. There's a, there's A league clubs that struggle yeah. with knowing what to do as well. <laughs> so it's um it's worth having that go. Worth investing in this side of it because it's the way of the world. Like every business uses social media or some sort of advertising online to push their product or their business. So yeah. um, football is just one of those, to be honest. Yeah. No, of and, we all lo- and we all love it. It's a product we yeah. love. So and you want to make it. Different. Yeah. yeah. It, it's it's not just about the growing the club, making it you know, rich and famous. Like, you know, we see some of the, the bigger clubs in Europe are doing, but you guys actually want to see your team succeed. And to do that, you got to get the fans there. you got to create an atmosphere. 
Um, and, and yeah, I think you've kind of already uh, answered this next question. But what are some of the challenges and advantages of working in a creative space for a club as big as South Melbourne? South Melbourne's an interesting, an interesting club too, because I kind of see it in a way a bit like the Collingwood or the Carlton yeah. mm-hmm. of of soccer as well, football. Yeah. Um, you tell you love us, or you, or you, you kind of don't. Um, and trying to shift that because because the club was so powerful through that period. Everybody who's probably over the age of twenty, that's not a South fan, doesn't like us, right? right? Because of their experience in the NSL, South was powerful. Yeah. South was the big fish. Um, the Greeks generally did, um, but a lot of others didn't, yeah. um, except for those who were along on the journey as well. There were a lot of non-Greeks that followed South in the NSL. Yeah, yeah. And those people followed through to support us now, ironically. It's a tough one to just to balance all that mm. and be able to um, to work out exactly what you want what you want to get out of it. Yeah, no, definitely. It sounds like there's a lot of factors that come in every day and you know, the, the football Australia keep trying to change the model of the A-League, but this new championship that's coming in, you know, giving guys a lot of opportunity, um, you know, to to maintain that that fan base, which you guys, you know, are doing, like, like you said, a lot of people have stuck through. Um, but, you know, even as new teams are being introduced to the mainstream public, how important is it for you to instill in your team the importance of keeping these new generations um keeping them supporting South Melbourne. So they might go to an A-League match here and there, but, you know, you trying to communicate to them that South is your home, you know, keep coming to our matches. Well, I think our shift now, probably over the last three or four years, after probably a bit of success as well in the uh, NPL, yeah. is that we are the future as well. It's not just all about past and nostalgia. That's great. Like, I love it myself too, growing up as a South kid. But the reality is that's not going to, that doesn't dictate your future at all. Mm. You can be proud of what you've become and you're proud of what you've done, but the clubs come leaps and bounds from that point as well. Yeah. So things like, um, or like we've obviously got the Lakeside Stadium as well, which is for us to, to produce content out of that. It's, it's a boutique stadium. It's, yeah. it's, and we saw it with the game against Melbourne City. Um, it was great to have a majority of South fans there. Yeah. <laughs> It was it was buzzing and people were really happy, yeah. um, all by with uh, with a reduced capacity because of COVID. But yeah. it it was buzzing. We, the content we produced out of that was great. But the week leading into it went out. It was out of control. Mm. There were kids. There were kids joining our page on a daily basis oh. in the 20, 30, 40 people a day. Nice. Who yeah. who just enjoyed the content that was being produced and had connected via that. Um, we've thrown a few things on TikTok, which is yeah. obviously a new way of doing things. Got to do it. <laughs> yeah. Oh god! But um, yeah, it's it's drawing on that. Um, we've got a lot of ideas for this season coming, um, okay. and trying to be a little bit bold in what we do. Yeah. Because um, the A League, to their credit, have switched it this year too. So mm. they're trying a little bit harder when it comes to or investing a bit more when it comes to digital. Yeah. So um, I think as a club, we we need to push that direction as well. Yeah. Um, and the clubs that I think can think outside the square and be able to to generate new supporter bases and then everything on the back of that, your corporate support um, and just your general fan or supporter engagement and experience is so reliant on what you do digitally now. Yeah. Nobody cares what signs at the ground. Like Nobody cares about that. Whether it's a sponsor, whether it's a supporter, 
but they do care what appears online and how it looks and and I guess how they can be proud of what their club's achieved. Yeah, oh, no, definitely. Um, and and for me, traditional clubs in Australia, they need to leverage that community more than ever. And like you said, we, we've seen through the FA Cup, you know, the, the Melbourne City game. And then after when Melbourne City played Hume, we saw that community there, what they did yeah. at the game, very similar. Um, you know, the passion throughout those, those games, you know, from the state league clubs, Honestly, it can't really be replicated in the A League. You know, we see we see it in the in the Victory Supporters and, and the um RBB, you know, in Western Sydney. But that passion, that pure passion, it just can't be replicated. So, what's some of the discussions that take place strategically, or those sort of decisions surrounding the club's relationship with the community? You guys like to um, try to host, you know, events, these sort of things, or is it more just trying to push them digitally, trying to get those young young kids to follow you and going through? Yeah, that? I think. As our, our club's been digital first, generally. Yeah. Um, so we, we did have a large investment through that period as well. We had our own TV show as well through yeah. uh, 31. Mm-hmm. And then we went, went on to Foxtel. Um, but that was also done by a close friend who was a, a fan. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> which we managed to think of the idea. We're all away. We're in Europe. And mm-hmm. we've gone to Lazio Juve. No, okay. At the, at the okay. Olympico. Yeah. And we'd seen all these cameras and we're looking at our phones and all this stuff and they were just all coming out new then. Yeah. And we all looked at each other and thought, you know what, let's try it. <laughs> let's see yeah, what yeah. TV show. <laughs> wow. So we came back, had the really bad camcorders and stuff and yeah. we, we had a go. But um, even with that, the commercial support came with that as well. Yeah. Um, and that gave us a bit of a platform to what we wanted to do. Of course. Um. And yeah, it, it, it does. It, that for us, that's that's the way we've done it. We've always done it digitally. We've always tried to be ahead of the game. Yeah. Um, because I think when it comes to even the A League and that space, take away probably the budgets that some of these clubs have compared mm-hmm. to an MPL club. Um, I think we do pretty well. I yeah. think we can compete at that level. Like the guys we've had involved haven't just been supporters. We've been very fortunate that in our own lives as well, we've been rather professional. We've been professionals yeah. in that field. So um, I know currently I'm doing some work with a company called Belgravia Apparel. We do yeah. all the New Balance stuff. Um, one of the other boys is a professional video filmmaker. So we're okay. lucky to have him with yeah. the cameras. <laughs> um, and some of the other guys do public speaking and teaching and all that stuff anyway. So to be in front of a camera, they were very comfortable. Nice. Um, and even more so talking about football. Yeah. So we've been very lucky that like a lot of clubs have volunteers that I guess were more able to more hands on and be able mm. to go around and do canteens and barbecues and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. We're very, very lucky that we were still young um enough to have these new fresh ideas, but also we're professionals in our own right. So yeah. We were, we were nuts about South Melbourne, but we also knew what to do. Yeah. Um, and going back to George back then, he actually was very, very helpful and very important in giving us that platform to be able to do it. Mm. Um, and now we're, yeah, we're, it's, uh, that's our focus. It's all digital for us. Yeah, no, it's, it's definitely the, the right way to go. Um, and, yeah, and like you said, if, if you, you guys are all professional in your own right and, and you kind of mix that with your passion for the club and for football, it's always yeah, you're always gonna win, you know what I mean? Because you're there you're on game day and you want to be there. It's not like you just have to be there and you're dragging on. You you guys actually want to do good for the for the fans and for the club. 
and not just that, it's dragging people along for the journey too because no yeah. one knows what we do per se. Okay. So even our current president, Nick Makusas, he, um, at the start, he'll be the first to tell you he had no idea digitally what it was yeah, <laughs> and how, to, how we were measuring things and I guess how we were doing things and the method behind it. Whereas now things happen and you'll get a text message at 11.30 at night. Hey, I saw we got X amount of views on this. Hey, we've done this. <laughs> hey, we've done that. Um, and actually, yeah, he's gone that next level of being able to assist us as well yeah. for this next 12 months moving forward, which is very important, I think, in the club's history, given um, what's happening in Australian football. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's not just um, sport and, and these older clubs. In, in a lot of different industries, there's a lot of those old school mentality um, organizations where the, the key decision makers are kind of stuck in those old ways. And, and the, the biggest step is for the new crop to kind of convince them to go a certain direction. And, and it looks like you guys have done that at South. And as these, as the, you know, the championship kind of lifts off and all these things start to happen, um, you guys will definitely be able to cope and, and um, set the benchmark even, it sounds like, but in the mean, digital space. But not just that, COVID's probably dictated a little bit as well for oh, other yeah. businesses and, and clubs. Yes. You don't, you don't obviously have that level of engagement you're probably used to at club level. Yeah. Because one, no one's seen each other for six months or 18 months in some cases. Yeah. Um, and secondly, you need to, if you're going to survive as a club, there's, you need to engage in different ways than just having people in your clubhouse. Um, as bad as that is because of what's happened and, and I guess you do want that club feel and environment to thrive. Mm. Um so like some other clubs I, I help out a little bit, I help out Northgate. Oh yes. And yeah. and they've and they've managed to do both. So they've managed to maintain a bit of a social presence around the club. Yeah. So they do a they do a night where people go and they have all their the food and all the kids come through and they eat and become engaged that way. But they've also thrown a lot of money into digital. Um so following that South Melbourne, I guess, mindset in that you know what, this is the modern way, this is the way we need to do things, this is the way we need to grow. Um, and that's another example of a club that's been able to, I guess, understand the landscape uh, yeah. around them and, and what they need to do. Um, and then you have other clubs you see online, they just, they just don't get it. Mm. They don't get it. And, um, and, they, and they're struggling in because of that. Yeah, and, and they, won't, they won't figure it out until it's too late in most, most of the circumstances. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. I think the first impressions are always your your best impression. They say, yeah, yeah. And social media is huge on that. Everyone's on social. Mm-hmm. Everybody's on social, your website, or some form of digital media at the moment. Whether yeah. it's just logging onto Facebook and keeping up to date. Um, so, yeah, your first impression is important. So you, it's good to look and feel great. Yeah, yeah. P- people, uh, we got low attention spans these days. We want to know everything as soon as we can, <laughs> even if, yeah, if yeah. that's when the next game is. We don't want to go on the website and look. We just want to go on the, on Instagram or Facebook and, and have it in front of us. Um, yeah, that's where marketers come into play <laughs> these days. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah just to, to finish up, you know, I'm going to take it a little bit personally now. Um, where do you draw your inspiration, or maybe even your team? Where, um, when you're creating new concepts and ideas for South, again, you've kind of already um, answered this question, but do you look at certain leagues in Europe like Juve and Lazio, or do you keep an eye on as well, um, you know, what other clubs in Australia are doing, being that, you know, A-League clubs or even, you know, fellow state league clubs with a bit of history? Yeah, look, um, I think you can draw inspiration from a lot of them, to be honest. Um, yeah. And not just, not just football. 
Um, there's a lot of sports that do things really well. Yeah. Um, especially in the States. The States are a different kettle of fish. So you can look at like um, base, not baseball as much, but NFL, basketball. Yeah. Um, they're incredible. Like what they've done over there digitally, they're, they've connected Crazy. everybody in. Yeah. Um, I'll be going to the basketball here. And yeah, yeah, same noticed, yeah. Yeah, what they've been doing here. Um, and then basically the A-League's following that path, I guess, now in digital first. But they did that two or three years ago Yeah, when they were building their base. So yeah. um, engaging with a younger audience, creating content, which was going to which was going to engage in a new and exciting way. Yeah. Um, and they're slowly reaping the rewards of that, um, be it people at the people at the grounds or the, the courts mm. and that um, aspect, or even things like um, just the social media following, yeah. and now being able to get free to free to wear coverage, which yeah. is huge for the game and their Massive. sponsors and, and whatnot. So yeah, it's drawing inspiration on that. I want to be different to everybody. Yeah. Um, so we're always looking for people to help out. Um, of this, this probably this last twenty four months, we've brought a few people in as well. So um, Skip Fulton has been instrumental in helping me and I guess leveling me a little bit as well because I get a bit excited when it comes to ideas and and all yeah. that. So he's he's a bit more strategic as well about our overall um, marketing objectives and then handing it over to me to to go nuts and be creative. Yeah. So having good team members to bounce things off is is imperative um and then um i've brought a boy on in the last 12 months called his name is xander guy mm. he's a footballer from queensland who's moved to melbourne okay and i'm not going to announce his um club of destination yet oh you know south melbourne. <laughs> okay <laughs> not south melbourne. um but he's assisted me with some of the visual art as well and his experience oh really okay yeah he's a graphic designer so he's assisted uh with me as well and we've always had paul zaro who um, does a lot of stuff with the FFA now as well as a okay. videographer yeah. with Gold Leaf Creative. Yeah. So um, we all have a chat. We throw ideas around. We see what we see. Everybody's got a different view of the game, mm. depending on what age you are and what experience you've had with it. Yeah. But everybody watches different sports. Yeah. And and that's Good. important. Yeah. That's when the light bulb yeah. kind of goes off and you guys are taking a little bit from here, a little bit of there, and you're molding your own. Which will be seen as unique in the in the um, in the bigger picture, anyway. Selfishly, here I want us to be a little bit better than everybody else in that sense of what we produce yeah. and what we look like. Um, but it's also sharing ideas and and yeah. One thing we do in Victoria, I think, really well is as a media group, everybody's pretty good with each other. We share ideas, whether it's with the FFB, whether it's okay. other clubs. We always get together. We have a chat. We say what works. Yeah, it doesn't work. Um, and I think at that level, we're all pretty intent on growing the game. That's that's good to hear. Good. Yeah, that's very good to hear because it, it's it's easy to jump to conclusions in that yeah. whole modern football versus traditional football and think like yeah. it's us against them. But it, it's good to hear everyone sharing ideas and and trying to go into one direction together. You know, take both yeah. aspects of the game into consideration and grow them both. Well, that's the most important, isn't it? We want the game yeah. to grow. We want the game to grow at all levels. Yeah. Um, we obviously see some of the banter that happens around Twitter and, yeah. <laughs> and the like, but um, the reality is everybody working behind the scenes, or at least most people working behind the scenes, are pushing for the same goal yeah. and have that same mindset. So 
Um, very confident over the next 12 months, from what I understand. It's going to be very, very good for the game awesome. at all levels. And yeah. and hopefully um, everyone's happy. Everyone's yeah. happy. People start supporting the game a little bit more as well. Yeah. Um, and we, we revisit this in 12 months' time and say, shit, 12 months has been a long time in sport. Yeah, out of COVID, um, hopefully too, the, yeah. Yeah, what we've done has been phenomenal and the game's now on a, on an upward spiral rather than just plateauing the way it has for the last few years. Correct, yeah, yeah. And, you know, that grassroots scene is massive for football. It's, you know, the most played sport amongst kids in in, in the country and, and you definitely need to keep that going through the professional ranks and giving these kids more opportunities, like, you know, like they're getting semi-professional. So it's not like the old school mentality that's like, oh, i got to go to Europe. If I don't go to Europe, I'm screwed. Now you can stay yeah. off a little bit, you know? <laughs> Well, now you look at the boys that we signed. We they basically when they sign, they get a full photo shoot. They get a yeah a video a video <laughs> done on them. Awesome. They basically get they basically got all their um all their personal marketing collateral done for yeah. them. Yeah, um, don't have to worry about it. Yeah, yeah. so it, it, we, it's about giving them that that extra bit of love as well. That they're yeah they're a value part of the club. Um, but yeah, as I said, even from a higher level, we've got a really good relationship with all media aspects. Um, and media teams in the A-League that we know of as well, mm. um, especially the ones here. I think we worked quite well with City the other week yeah. to get what we needed to do across. Um, we've always had decent relationships with Victory. Yeah. So yeah, it, it has been um, very important in our growth as well to, to um, just, be, just be good people around the place as well. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, yeah, looking forward to the next 12 months, seeing what happens in that space um, and keen to go to a couple... South games um as well. Um so yeah, look, George, thank you so much for joining for joining me on, on Don't Forget Your Position. I appreciate it. I wish you all the best. And oh, where, where can um they find you or the team on, on social media? Uh you can follow us on SMFC underscore media, I think it is on uh Twitter. We're all on yeah. Twitter, you'll see us everywhere. Just yeah. um we're not SMFC Mike, you follows us. But yeah. um uh yeah, we're all we're all on that. Um and just follow the club channels, really, because we're um, we're all pretty hell-bent on uh, making them as, as busy as we possibly can over the next 12 months. Yes, yes. And, and you guys heard it here first. going to be exciting new stuff in 2022 on those channels. Um, yes, thank you so much, George, once again, and, and all the best. No, thank you. I hope you enjoyed that interview with George. I certainly learned a lot from his answers, and it opened my eyes a little bit more to what's actually going on in football in Australia and it's definitely going to be an interesting you know year to two years and beyond actually as they as football Australia tries to set up this championship this second division in Australia and it'll be interesting to see how these these state league clubs you know with a history kind of um take that on and and you know I wish them all the best um especially South Melbourne and George so look if you want to go to a game definitely check them out um during their season and if you want to check us out on our socials, go on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, or Twitter and search at DFYP Sports. We have an exclusive Facebook uh, group called Marketers of Sport. So look, have a great, great week and we'll see you next time.